0: Welcome to Eliminate Barriers, brought to you today by the Public Speakers Association. I'm so excited to introduce to you the amazing Mr. Fox Meyer. Fox, take it from here. Thank you so much, Tanya. It is nice to be back on another virtual summit um, and today. Uh, myself at Fox, as Todd said, I want to share a few stories, uh, a couple of things that I've been through, in, in the hope that it may change your mindsets about how we look at the typical chaos that might be part of our lives in whatever form it, it may come in. And I'll begin this way. We'll go back to my sophomore year of high school i'm a I'm a tenth grader and sixteen years old, and we know uh, what sixteen looks and feels like for me. I've got glasses that cover my entire face. It's nineteen ninety four so I've got those huge lensed glasses, I have pimples all over my face, I have uh, braces and buck teeth, and I'm wearing a pair of jeans, and because I'm going so much, they don't fit me. So most of you can relate. Uh, males, when you sit down, not only do your socks show, but um, your, your, your bare legs and your leg hair shows as well because you're just, you're just growing so much and you barely have any clothes that fit you. And we're watching a video uh, in, in Dr. Solomon's class about the human skeletal, stru- skeletal structure. And it's through a VCR, to date how, how old I am. And on this video, it's of somebody walking on the beach. And that person, at some point in the video, they trip and they fall. And the narrator comes on and says, the human body always moves on the edge of catastrophe. Okay? The human body always moves on the edge of catastrophe. Dr. Solomon had a very wry, dry sense of humor. He immediately, once this was said in the video, he immediately put a smirk on his face, walked over to the VCR, pressed pause, looked at us and said, I think that person broke their humorous bone. I think that feels kind of funny. Well, humor and chaos and all of its forms have always been a part of my life. and. What I mean by that is, thinking back to what was said in this video on this recording, it depicts my life so much. The human body always moves on the edge of catastrophe. You see, I'm a dude, a guy, a man, now 40 years old and living with cerebral palsy. And because of that, no two steps I have ever taken in my life have been the same. Moreover, any step that I take at any time could lead to me face first on the ground. And in spite of all the therapy, the surgeries, the stretching I've done, none of them have or will, will ever ensure me of not falling almost every single day of my life. Cerebral palsy and chaos are synonymous with one another. To define them, CP, a non-progressive disorder having to do with muscle control, caused by brain damage shortly before, during, or after birth. Okay, chaos, mayhem, and confusion. Let's first examine the brotherhood between these two. A synonym of of chaos is disorganization. Okay, so Michaela, now 30 years old, and living with CP, has said that having it means it takes you longer to do every damn thing. And if that includes putting your socks on, putting your shoes on, and tying your shoes, just make it three times as long as it would for the average bear. And because it takes you longer to do everything, your day is destined to become disorganized. Also. Josiah Rose, living with CP, says that living with CP is like living with a nightmare. Now, if you don't think a nightmare is mayhem and confusion, uh, I don't know that you have a pulse. Most of the time, children and adults living with CP are at a higher risk of falling because of the lack of muscle control the brain damage causes. Well, I wouldn't say that I'm a high, at a higher risk of falling. Like I said, it's almost inevitable that I fall every day of my life. A a few examples. I'm 16 years old and I get nice and gussied up for my friend Sarah's sweet 16 birthday party. Get a nice haircut, uh, buy a new pair of slacks and a brand new pair of uh, purple and black shoes. My mother drops me off at the venue, and a parent of one of my friends, who's also at the party, is ahead of me. And they, they open the door to this venue, and unfortunately, I going into the venue. I didn't know notice that you had to step up on to another level to get in the doorway. So what happened? Tripped and fell forward. Not only that, well, I, I lodged myself in the in the doorway and I caught my pants in the doorway. So in, in getting up, I dirtied my brand new shoes, and I ripped the brand new pair of slacks that I had bought uh, for this party. A very, as we would say, inauspicious start to uh, to a, what would be a very enjoyable evening. Some a couple of years later, I was invited to to Yankee Stadium to throw, throw out a ceremonial first pitch to a game in July of 1997. Well, I'm on the top step of the dugout, and Derek Jeter looks at me and says, well, are you ready to go? Meaning, I'm going to lead the team out onto the field. And I yell, let's rock and roll, boys. And they did. And I did as well meaning that three steps into my jog toward the mound i'm face first on the ground in front of 30 35,000 people and television cameras everywhere a couple of years later in june of 2002 i'm in my final year as a student coach for the university of south carolina baseball team and after 17 years we we make it back to the College World Series. And I'm in full uniform during the team introductions be- before game one. And I'm telling myself, box, this has happened before. Don't let it happen again. This time, stand up straight, pick up your feet, bend at the hips. Well, my name is announced and two or three steps into my jog toward the foul line, yes, I trip and fall flat on my face in front of ESPN television cameras. We get beat 11-0 by Tour Tech in that game and I get on the bus and, and uh, my bus driver doesn't mention anything about the game. He says to me, how are your knees? So for me, that's a day that will live in infamy. In some, 13 years as a school teacher. Frequently, I am tripping and falling while moving in class or transitioning from class to class. And I'm not the only CP case this happens to. There are other ambulatory CP cases that can vouch um, with my stories. One is the story of DJ Gregory. DJ in 2008, then 30 years old and living with CP. He was a golf, or is and was, a golf nut. He covered the entire PGA Tour that season, blogging and and writing articles about it and and its players. Not only that, he counted every time that he fell on tour that season. What's more? Well, the chaos that's caused by the brain damage that causes CP doesn't just affect your lower extremities give you an example. I was born cross-eyed, and I've had many surgeries designed to correct my cross-vision. Well, after all these surgeries and an accident throwing up a baseball at my grandmother's house, in which I fell backwards and hit my head, nowadays, when I look at you, it looks as if I can't look at you with both eyes at the same time. In other words, when the right eye is locked in, the left eye has gone fishing. And when the left eye is, is, has punched in, my right eye is off in the woods somewhere. They just don't work in unison. So as a teacher, oftentimes when I call my students in class, and this is very evident when I'm not wearing my glasses, my questions are answered with a question. And the question is profile. What are you looking at? There's Walker. He, he, who lives with CP to this day, has very little use because of his C of, CP of one of his hands. And he played, played squash for his school team in upstate New York. Let me bring my, my point further into focus. And it, it is this. We all have chaos in our lives. It may be that it might be your weight that drives you nuts in your physical form and shape. It might be drugs. It might be alcohol. Uh, It might be a a temperamental issue, a short fuse, uh, whatever it is, fear of people. Uh, Fear of, in this case, maybe sometimes, public speaking. Let me finish my anecdotes. In spite of falling at Sarah's Sweet 16 birthday party, did I dance my butt off that night? Absolutely. In spite of tripping and falling on the top step of the dugout at Yankee Stadium in front of 35,000 people and television cameras and 20 of my closest friends, a moment I had been waiting for all my life. In spite of that, in spite of tripping and falling on the field that day, did I end up throwing a low strike to Jorge Posada that night? Yes. In spite of tripping and falling on ESPN television cameras in 2002, before game one of the College World Series, did I witness on my feet my Gamecocks advance to the national championship game that year? Yes. Have I been on my feet teaching high school for the past 13 years in spite of often tripping and falling? Yes. Did DJ Gregory walk every hole of the 2008 PGA Tour in spite of his CP? And it's something that no one does with CP or not. Yes. That was a distance of over 900 miles and 3,000 holes. And was Walker captain of his squash team for no other reason than he was the best player on the team in spite of his CP? Yes. Listen. Chaos is inevitable. We're going to witness it Every single day. For those of us who know Tanya Hoffman, she posted a Facebook video a couple of weeks ago about work-life balance. Life is just what happens to you. But that particular night, to everything that Tanya is doing—being a wife, a loving mother, um, a brilliant speaker—you know, her her cat fell on hard times, and she had to stop and take care of the. The the chaos that had befallen on her cat. It takes many forms. And it makes us feel a lot of times that we suck. Look, first, my advice would be to forgive yourself for not being perfect. Start going down that road. And additionally, treat chaos. Not as an obstacle, not as a barrier, rather, but an obstacle that's going to be there every single day. So if we know we're not perfect, that's fine. But we should arm ourselves and demand that we attack every single day with a couple of things: Energy. Two, enthusiasm. Three, wisdom. Four, sincerity. Oftentimes, when I trip and fall, it's just because I'm not resting my body enough. Okay? Maybe if, if some of us have fallen into a bad attitude, just because we're not getting enough sleep at night, I know that's the case for me. Enthusiasm. I, I've learned that as a teacher and a coach, and I learned this very early on from my supervisor, the man who hired me at Whippany Park High School, Don Guida. In my first week, he came to me and said, Fox, I know you're working hard. And the lesson plans, they're, they're important. But I found that over 30 years of teaching, my greatest tool was enthusiasm. And I've never forgotten that. And I think that obviously energy and enthusiasm, they build on one another. So rest yourself so that you're able to take every day take it on with enthusiasm. Wisdom. Well if I could if I could bottle this up and give it to myself and my friends and my family for Christmas every year, I would. And it's the wisdom that comes with experience. Here's an example. I'll give you a couple of examples actually. When I tripped and fell at Sarah's sweet 16 birthday party, I realized that while I fell, I fell forward. There's, there's, there's a metaphor there that, that I think we should all learn from. You know, if you fall and you fall forward, at least you gained ground. Two, when I tripped and fell at Yankee Stadium that day in July of 1997, I realized this: that that game was not going to start until I reached the mound and threw out the first pitch, and it made no difference how long it took me to get there. Additionally, in 13 years as a school teacher, I realized I'm showing my students a lot by falling and getting back up again. Along with enthusiasm as as a teacher, I've realized that being transparent really humanizes you and, and, and in an indirect way, shows the students that, that you care about them. What people see you laugh? What people see you cry? What people see you run? Let's see people see you fall. And there's, there's just a great amount of teaching that's within tripping and falling. And the one thing that I say is when I do that, I'm showing my students that when you fail at something, it does not make you a failure. So with all of those things, arm yourself with energy, enthusiasm, wisdom, and sincerity, and you cannot go wrong. I promise. Demand yourself. Of yourself that you will bring that to every day because the chaos people I found it is never going away but we, we can always be there to throw punches back at it so in short simply put we need to attack the obstacles and the barrier but, but not the barriers but the obstacles every day with Energy, enthusiasm, wisdom, and sincerity, punch them in the face and win anyway. So, going back to that day in the classroom as a 16 year old kid in Dr. Gerard Solomon's 10th grade biology class, I want to amend what I heard on that recording that day. Yes, I agree that the human body does always move on the edge of catastrophe in more ways than one. But I also believe that the human body moves physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally every day down a road of endless possibilities. Choose the win anyway road. So people, step. You are idle no more. Step, get yourselves up off the floor. Step, get up out of your seats. Step, with all this chaos, we will not lie there in defeat. Step, in mind and in body, a winning tranquility. Step, without movement, there is absolutely no possibility. Step, each pace equals a seed. Step, in the world's largest sequoia tree, Step, one by one, they will amass. Step, core field passes through barriers and down victories path. People, if you like what you heard um, or you have any comment at all about what you heard, I would love to know your comments, your feedback, your observations. My website, foxbuyer.com, F-O-X, like the animal, B-E-Y-E-R dot com, fire me a message. I would be happy to send you a free copy of my book of poetry called Letter Kindling, and that last poem step is drawn out of that book. If if you think my words would add value to your classroom, to your team, to your organization, I would love to engage in a discussion entertaining those things right so again instead of looking at chaos as a barrier that does not allow you to get to where you want to go treat it for what it is an inevitable obstacle that you need to punch in the face and win anyway okay take good care tanya thank you and back to you